Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. We welcome in the Athletic Blues insider who, uh, if we can pull him away from his cell phone, who's getting all the inside scoops right now before the free agency opens up tomorrow. He is Jeremy Rutherford. JR, how are you, buddy? That's just my you got to turn your mic on. Oh, there we go. That's just my wife telling me to do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw the post from Montreal to your wife, letting her know that Montreal wasn't great at that time of the year. So nice move once again, JR. Yeah, and for anybody who hears that, Montreal is absolutely great. But I always, uh, what my thing is, every time I go on the road, I take some pictures of the beautiful cities and then just uh, the copy, the text says, uh, you know, how rough life is. So, uh, to... Sure, Sarah really appreciates that yeah, one. The gears, yeah. So, JR, uh, Alexa and Tanner and I were all just stirring the pot a little bit ago about Matthew Kachuk. But Who's that? I know, exactly. <laughs> Who would we be talking about here? But let's just start with, with the news that broke last night and came into today, finding out that it really looks like David Perron is headed towards free agency. Like, what if you made of this whole circumstance and is it really just tied into the Blues not having enough cap space? Yeah and Alex I think you were down at Enterprise Center that day when uh, they had the exit interviews mm-hmm. and Doug Armstrong spoke and David Perron spoke. At one point I wanted to say hey get a room you guys. I mean that's, <laughs> that's how much it seemed like they uh, were in love with each other in terms of getting a deal done and of course we know what David Perron thinks about the city. He, he wants to be here. He came back three times but Doug Armstrong you know went out of his way to say we'd love to have him back uh, but at this point as we sit here 24 hours away from free agency tomorrow at noon it looks like he's headed to the market. That's according to sources we headed at the Athletic uh, today. Uh, can things change? Heck yeah. Is there possible yeah, are these negotiations? Yeah, could could Doug Armstrong make a trade today to free up some cap space and and re-sign David Perron? All those things are possible, but as you try to put your finger on the situation right now, as we speak, it looks like David Perron could go entertain offers starting tomorrow. Unbelievable! Yeah, that's really shocking. By the way, Jr., how are you? Because this is like leading up to the holidays, which is really stressful. You're cleaning your house. You're organizing family coming in, flying in from all over the place, picking them up from the airport. Uh, This is a a stressful time for you coming into the trade deadline. Yeah, the one thing I always feel bad about, and I'm sure you guys do it too, is um, you know I have an Apple Watch and I have a phone, and anytime it beeps or vibrates or anything, it could be one of anything we just talked about, Kachuk, Peron, Tarasenko. And a lot of times I'll find myself in conversations with people and I'm really interested in the person and what they're having to say, but it turns into situations where they say, yeah, you know, my uh, uncle died the other day and I go, oh, did he really? And I look down at my watch. (laughs) I look down at my watch because I feel it vibrate. You know, it could be a trade. Not I'm sorry. Did he really? (laughs) Yeah, he did. (laughs) If there's anybody out there that I've been in a conversation (laughs) with. He gone the last uh, week or so, and I didn't look like I was paying attention. It's because uh, you're always 
was like waiting for that breaking news. It's okay, JR. We're not saying anything that interesting anyway, <laughs> no, to be honest. No, this is just pure speculation with all three of us today. <laughs> Talking with Jeremy Rutherford of the Athletic Blues Insider with us here at Centene Community Ice Center as we are here for Blues Prospect Camp. So, JR, if, if this is true and David Perron goes to the market, and like you mentioned, you can always go back to this. You can always call him up and say, hey, come back to us before you make a deal here. What's the pivot point here for Doug? Because not only are you losing a guy who has been a St. Louis Blue for a long period of his career, but you're also losing one of your best power play guys. You're also losing one of the more vocal players in this Blues locker room. Like Perron was always the one that came to a mic after a bad loss and said, we got to play better. And I don't know how many more of those guys they have in the locker room. Yeah, well, most importantly, the production that he's put up has Mm -hmm. just been phenomenal. 27 goals last year. He's been a point-per-game guy basically the past two or three years. And you'd have to replace him. And the thing is, you weren't going to get him at bargain basement. You know, you weren't going to get him at uh, necessarily three or, or 3.5. You know, I really did think it would probably take at least four, maybe 4.5. He could certainly get a lot more if he does go to free agency. But my point is, if he does leave, you're not getting anybody nearly as good mm-hmm. as him for that price. So it's going to be a hole. You know, what the Blues would do then if they go into free agency, you know, I don't know who they would pursue or who they would try to get because they're up against the cap. They can't entertain any ideas like some of the names that we're seeing. Uh, but my my thought on this is what does that mean for Vladimir Tarasenko? Because yeah. you can't just completely deplete your right side. I mean, if you were going to trade uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, and let's hypothetically say you know it was going to be for a defenseman or uh, you're going to do something with a package and, and, and maybe not bring back a right winger, well, now you're without David Braun. Then you're without Vladimir Tarasenko. You know, the right side's empty. So obviously that's not their plan. They don't have a plan to lose both of them. They're not going to let David Braun walk and then trade Vladimir Tarasenko. But all this ties together is my point. And, you know, you touched on Kachuk. You know, is he a possible? That's the one thing that we do have to keep in mind. I tried to stress it in my story today is that we can get all, you know, caught up in the emotion of David Prawn and what happens with Vladdy. Uh, but Doug Armstrong's looking at the big picture and he knows, you know, what uh, what pots, you know, he's got uh, things cooking in and, uh, you know, only he can know what the big picture is. But at this point, what's the pressure level like? on the organization to trade Vladimir Tarasenko. We knew he wanted out at the beginning of last season. He had an excellent season. Obviously, losing him would be a huge hole for this team. And also, what's his market like out there, right? So for a guy to to go out and, and for them to lose him and not having him would be uh, devastating, I think. But but what would you get back? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's what's the actual you know um, the market like for for Vladdy right now? Yeah, it's a great question, Alexa. I think that it's tough because it's all a big catch twenty two. So if you're a team like Carolina and you want an elite scorer like a Tarasenko, you know. What about the guys who are available in free agency? Not saying that they're going to get Johnny Goudreau or Claude Giroux or, or those types of guys, but there's guys that you can get in free agency and you don't have to give up an asset for like you do to the Blues for Vladimir Tarasenko, who, as you mentioned, only has one year left on his deal. So if you're Carolina, are you going to give up a, a you know a prospect, a first-round pick, a good defenseman, things like that, if you could sign Vladimir Tarasenko next year? Uh, so I think that plays a part into it. You know, Does Tarasenko still want to trade? I believe he does. You know, I I can only follow the information I've been given over the past 12 months. You know, was there a period where maybe he didn't want to trade? He reconsidered? Could have been. I don't know. Nobody calls me and says, hey, now today we do want to trade. (laughs) You don't get a daily Vladdy trade request update? (laughs) That's not a thing. It needs to be a Twitter account. Tell his agent, make a Twitter account. Yeah. 
But, you know, as far as, you know, I've known the past 12 months since we had the story about Tarasenko's trade request is that he does want to trade. But also, as we've seen, Doug Armstrong holds the cards and he doesn't mm-hmm. budge unless the deal is there. So, you know, if, if you're him and you're looking at this situation and you say, okay, I don't have to trade Vladdy. I don't want to sign Prawn because we don't have the cap room and I need to hold on to the money in case I want to do X, Y, Z. You know, that's how it all comes together. And so, you know, it looks like, you know, Doug Armstrong wants to hang on to Tarasenko, but perhaps that's because he's not getting deals to his liking, which could be because those teams are looking at other guys. I know you saw this on Twitter and I've seen it as well. And I I mentioned it to Alexa in our previous segment. The, the, The comment that I've seen the most is, why would you let a guy walk who only wants to be in St. Louis and keep a guy who wants out of St. Louis? He must have been reading my Twitter yeah, It must have been. <laughs> but it's so short-sighted to say that because you're not letting a guy walk that wants to be in St. Louis. You're letting a guy walk who might want to get paid $6 million where you've got a guy who just scored 85 points for you in the season and is also headed to unrestricted free agency. And if you want a shot at a cup, maybe Vladdy does one out. Maybe Vladdy wants to play in Florida or Tampa or wherever. But you control him for one more season, and if he wants Florida or Tampa and wants to get paid, you'd rather keep that guy than trade that guy for a first round. Like, look at what Alex Dabrinkit just got. Dabrinkit's in a better position than Vladimir Tarasenko is, and he got, what, a first-round draft pick and a couple of prospects? You're not going to get that for Vladimir Tarasenko on the market right now. Yeah, so let's break that down two ways. The first thing is, uh, you know, whatever happens, we just touched on the Tarasenko situation. You can't really handicap that cause, just because you don't know what way it's going to go. But we can put our finger on the Perron pulse, I think. And, you know, you said that you can't do anything about a guy who won $6 million. You know, I don't have any confirmation that he even received an offer. You know, there was some scuttlebutt about a lowball offer. Perron was disappointed. You know, what's the definition of a formal offer, you know, not being offered? We don't know. But the point is, I think David Perron would stay here, let's say a two-year deal. Let's say a three-year deal and the AAV comes down significantly. Maybe it's a three-year deal and it's $3.5 million and that does get the job done because he gets that extra year. But I think if you're the Blues, they're probably only interested in a one-year deal Maybe too, because let's not forget, if we're not mentioning enough names in this conversation, <laughs> Robert Thomas, Jordan Kyrie, remember those guys? Well, guess yeah. what? $2.8 million you're getting them for next year, but that's the last year of those deals. They'll still be restricted free agents. You know, if they play anywhere like they did last year, what are those, $6, 7000000 million yeah. AAVs? Could maybe, be $8 million for be, how guys get paid. Yeah, it could yeah. be 8 if they play well mm-hmm. again this year. So, so we'll see. But, uh, you know, I think that the Blues have been really tight with Perron. Um, you know, but when you say if he wants six five, I don't think he wants six five. Yeah. I, I just think that what he needs to come back for is is probably a couple years, and the Blues aren't willing to go there. Yeah. Do you believe at this point in David Perron's career he would? I mean, there's going to be some back and forth, right, where he's disappointed and upset, and you hear about that a little bit. But he would eventually take less money to stay here because this is truly where he wants to be. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's made that known. He made it known that day. Uh, Look, I I mean – I can go at Canvas Pro Sports, and I'm sure there's a situation or two, but there can't be many where a guy got traded and said, hey, I'll go back there. And then he gets left uh, unprotected in the expansion draft. And he says, hey, I'll go back there. And then you want to, you know, he, maybe he doesn't receive an offer this time, but he still wants to stay. It's like, oh, it feels like me trying to date in high school. Like, like, same, JR. Okay, same. you don't want me? Well, I'll be there if you want to go to the movies Friday night. So I'm going by myself, yeah, so yeah, regardless. Yeah. I've seen a lot of movies by myself. And I, I never showed up. <laughs> 
but you know he's tried to you know prove that that he wants to be here so i the answer to your question is yes i think that hypothetically if doug armstrong called his agent today and said hey listen we want to do a two-year deal we want you back um but it's going to have to include some sort of discount here i think he'd do that now that's not saying he'd take pennies on the dollar right at that point you probably do have to go to the market but i think uh, there is room for a discount a couple of quick questions before we let you go jr because i know you got to get in for the uh, the scrum from this prospect camp one was the news today we found out that the Philadelphia Flyers are buying out Oscar Lindblom, which is about $3 million of cap space. They're trying to trade James Van Riemsdyk. And Frank Saravalli reported that if, if Calgary loses Johnny Goudreau, they might be forced into trading Matthew Kachuk. Have you heard anything on that front? No, just that uh, same thing. Yeah, I think that, you know, if you're Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Goodrow leaves, like, yes, they have a decent team, but he was a big part of the success, right? And, you know, a lot of times they say, hey, here's a... Uh, Here's $80 million, and you can be the captain of the team and things like that. That can change the conversation. You know, whatever the team is, that sounds like a good situation. Mm-hmm. But, but I really do think that, that Matthew Kachuk, if push came to shove, would want to play somewhere else. And you know, I think one of the main spots would be St. Louis. I reported in The Athletic today, I really do think there was some traction to the talks with the Blues. Now, let's keep in mind some perspective here. A lot of teams are calling Calgary. I talked, yeah. I talked to a few people, and a lot of teams are 31 calling. 31 should be calling about Matthew Call, Kachuk. Yeah, yeah. A lot of teams are calling. So when we single out the Blues, it's only because that's who we follow, and that's what we're talking about here. But I, I really do believe there was, you know, quote-unquote, some traction uh, with with Calgary, but that uh, died last week. And uh, also Calgary made it known that uh, they've put any trade ideas with Kachuk on the back burner. So, you know – could that tie into everything we're talking about here today and why Doug Armstrong is waiting to play his cards? Yes, I think it could. Uh, I do think Kachuk is a possibility. You just don't know when. Final one for you, JR. Uh, any other connections in terms of free agency opening up tomorrow with the Blues? Because they not only have to worry about David Perron, but they also got to worry about the goaltending problem now because it sounds like Charlie Lindgren is getting an awful lot of consideration from other teams. Yeah, I talked to his agent, Ben Hankinson, a couple days ago. Had that in the uh, story um, that he's getting a lot of consideration. Uh, I do think that uh, the Blues reached out. I do think that Lindgren was excited about the possibility of St. Louis, but you look at this Blues cap situation, and you know I'm just throwing out a number here. Let's say that Armstrong comes in at nine hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand, you know, less than a million dollars for Charlie Lindgren. You know, as much as he's a cult figure here in St. Louis, and the, you got the Chucky side, <laughs> five games, t-shirts. and he's got T-shirts in St. Louis. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. So, do you want eight or nine? And I'm just throwing out that number. That's not based on anything. Eight or nine hundred thousand, and the fans make T-shirts about you, or do you want one point three from somewhere? Does <laughs> uh, so, so you get a stipend of that T-shirt deal? That's the question. Yeah. So, who knows what his market is? But it would be a good story. Could mm-hmm. be a good fit. Maybe they need a guy with more experience. You know, he's played just the 29 games in the NHL. Uh, I think it'd be fun to watch if he were the guy, but it sounds like he's going to check out his options. It's going to be a fascinating next couple of days. And you, by the way, are all over the place because you were with us today. You're here at Prospect Camp. Later today, you're on the Fastlane co-hosting. Yeah. And then tomorrow's free agency. I imagine you're going to be in front of your laptop the entire time. <laughs> and then Thursday, you're co-hosting with us here at Centene. Yeah, so if anybody tells me that their uncle died, I'm only mildly interested. <laughs> and he'll say, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> JR, thanks so much, buddy. Make sure you follow JR on Twitter at JP Rutherford. Subscribe to The Athletic to get all of this inside information for the upcoming free agency. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow, JR. Thanks, guys. There you go. Jeremy Rutherford of The Athletic with us here on BK and Ferrario. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. 
Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home-trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.